بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد باب الغضب إذا انتهكت حرمات الشرع والانتصار لدين الله تعالى قال الله تعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ومن يعظم حرمات الله فهو خير له عند ربه قال تعالى إن تنصر الله ينصركم ويثبت أقدامكم وفي الباب صدق الله العظيم وفي الباب حديث عائشة السابق في باب في باب العفو This is the new chapter which Imam Nawawi rahimahullah has brought the previous chapter just to recap Babu Ihtimal Al-Adha chapter which deals with being tolerant and forbearant in the face of affliction, hardship and difficulty. As we noticed with previous subject matter in this Kitab Riyadh Salihin, there is normally a link between the chapters. The previous chapter was quite brief. This chapter Imam Nawi Rahimullah has given it the heading chapter which deals with exhibiting anger when the when those things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made sacred the word hurumat is shara' comes from the word hurum or haram in other words that which is sacred that which is regarded as being mu'azzam honored in shariat so when those things which the shariat or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's law has declared as being sacred when they are violated, then this is a dictate or a necessary constituent of iman that we should become upset and angry for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's deen. And with this wal intisar li deenillahi ta'ala and the chapter which deals with helping the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The first verse of the Qur'an is quite self-explanatory, the link or why Imam Nawawi rahimahullah has introduced this particular verse in this chapter, wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَيْ يُعَظِّمْ حُرُمَاتِ اللَّهِ فَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَهُ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِ Whoever honors that which Allah has made sacred, Whoever honors that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made sacred, فَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَهُ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِ Then it is khair, it is good, it is a source of betterment for him, عِنْدَ رَبِّهِ By his Rabb, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Elsewhere, in, also in Surah Hajj, Allah Ta'ala says, وَمَيْ يُعَظِّمْ حُرُمَاتِ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّهَا مِنْ تَقْوَ الْقُلُوبِ That to honor and to sanctify that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made sacred, this is from the taqwa of the heart of a person. This is a proof of taqwa. That which Allah ta'ala has made sacred, the honor of which should not be violated. We also, it is a dictate of our iman, that we should also honor and preserve and protect such things. 
by sacred or hurmatillah, the Mufassirin mention what is meant by this. They say that this refers to everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to revere. What we call the symbols or the signs or the alamat of shariat and deen. Amongst this, for example, is salah. Salah is a basic pillar, foundational pillar of Islam. So part of taqwa, part of iman, part of the dictates of iman is to honor and to regard salah as being sacred, regard the masjid as being sacred. ilm deen the knowledge of deen, every act of devotion that is ordained by shariat, honor and sanctify that. Don't regard these things lightly. Particularly, ulama ikram mentioned under this, when we talk of hurmatillah, that which Allah Ta'ala has made sacred, contained in that is what we call the shi'ar and the symbols of Islam. For example, azan. Azan is a symbol of Islam. When azan is being called out, be silent. Don't engage yourself in worldly talks, worldly communications, etc. Give jawab, answer the azan. That is also one of the symbols of Islam. Making salam to one another is a symbol of Islam. In fact, as we mentioned, many mufassirin of the opinion Everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to revere or to sanctify, this will fall under hurumatillah. So to honor that is part of taqwa, is part of deen. And a necessary component of honoring Allah ta'ala's sacred things is when the sanctity of those things are violated to become angry. If you love something and you honor it, then when anybody else looks down upon it or tramples upon it, speaks against it, then that love that you have for that automatically will cause you to become upset and angry. So this is what is meant, Babul Ghadab, to become angry idan tuhikat hurmatillah. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sacred things, when shariat, when deen is violated, as a mu'min, as a believer, this is not a place for tolerance. This is not a time to sit back and relax and say, you know what, we have to be tolerant, we have to be forbearant. Shariat is being trampled upon. That which Allah has made sacred is being trampled upon. Now your iman needs you to stand up and to defend that, and to preserve and to protect that, and to become upset for babul ghadab. Imam Nawawi rahimahullah has become angry, become upset when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sacred things are violated. Like we see where the hadith of Aisha radiallahu ta'ala is referred to, where what hadith particularly is being referred to, where we hear of the akhlaq and the character of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, no matter how much people trampled on his rights, Nabi sallallahu alaihi never took revenge. He never became upset. He overlooked. He forgave. But Aisha radhiyallahu mentions the exception. She says, when Allah's had, when Allah's right was violated, then there would be no one more upset and angry than Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Why? Because the love that we have in our hearts, the sacredity, the, the honor that we have for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's shariat, for that which Allah has made sacred, compels us to become upset when it is violated. So coming back to that verse of the Qur'an, وَمَيْ يُعَظِّمْ حُرُمَاتِ اللَّهِ فَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَهُ عِنَّ رَبِّهِ And like we mentioned the other verse, فَإِنَّهَا مِنْ تَقْوَى الْقُلُوبِ Allah says this is the proof of taqwa. 
that you honor that which Allah Ta'ala has made sacred. And this verse, فَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَهُ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِ That this is, will be better for you by Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. What is meant that when you will stand up for shariat and deen, Allah will reward you. Your efforts will not go in vain. The work of Amr bil Ma'roof and Nahyan and Munkar, Dawat and Tabligh is one of the very great instruments by which that which Allah Ta'ala has made sacred is preserved and honored. Why? Because you are propagating deen. You are bringing deen, you are bringing the knowledge and the love and the reverence for these things alive in the ummat. فَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَهُ عِنْدَ رَبِّي This will not go to waste. إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُدَيْعُ أَجْرَ مَنْ أَحْسَنَ عَمَلًا Allah Ta'ala says, those who will do good deeds, it will never go to waste. It will always be a source of benefit. Allah will reward you. فَمَيْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ خَيْرَيْ يَرَى Allah Ta'ala says, the one who does one dharra, one atom's weight of good, he will see the benefit. The next verse which Imam Nawi rahimahullah mentions, in Allah, the analogy and the way Qur'an presents certain concepts, the beauty of it, like we've mentioned many, many times, Qur'an is, Bahrullah It's a limitless ocean. Allah Ta'ala in this verse is advocating what? Nusrat, help. Whose help? You and I cannot help Allah. Allah is ghani, Allah is independent. Allah has no needs. We are the ones who are needy. We are the ones who need help. We can never ever help Allah Ta'ala. But literal translation, what does Allah say? Intansurullah, those who help Allah. What is meant? Those who help the deen of Allah. Those who engage themselves in the effort of deen. The nusrat of deen. The propagation of deen. The preservation of deen. The protection of deen. Allah has equated it almost as if you are helping Allah. Allah doesn't need help, but this is how Allah has elevated and honored it. Quran presents it like that. Intansurullah, help Allah. Help Allah's deen in other words. What will happen? Allah's promise. And wherever we find this in the Quran, in the word in and then thereafter the jaza. In other words, you do this, I will do this for you. Allah is saying, we find that this is a beautiful way in which Quran encourages us to do certain things. Allah promises you, you do something, I will do this in return. Now whose promise this is? Allah's promise. What greater, what greater guarantee can we possibly desire than that? that? And in this, this is what we call Quranic Nuskha, Quranic prescription. You want something, you want something, Allah Ta'ala says, I will give it to you, but do this. So you are getting a guarantee from Allah. What guarantee? Two things Allah promises. You do one thing and in return Allah says, I will do two things. What are the two things that Allah Ta'ala promises in this verse? Yansurkum. Allah's help will be with you all the time. You will become the army of Allah. You will become the friend of Allah. Allah will be with you. Allah's Nusrat will be with you. What is Nusrat? Allah's Ma'iyat. Allah's love. Allah's protection. Allah's Ta'yid. Allah's Shahadat. All this is contained in the meaning of Nusrat. Allah Ta'ala says, Allah's help will be with you. And not only Allah's help will be with you, two things Allah promises. Allah will make you firm. 
Allah will give you that firmness against your enemies. No one will be able to override you or walk all over you. Allah's help will be with you and Allah will make your feet firm. What is the condition? Intansurullah. Help the deen of Allah. Engage in the work of deen. Look at the ta'keed, the stress, the emphasis that is contained in this verse. Lam and nun mushaddad. Allah says, by my qasam and my oath, Allah's help will always be with those who help the deen of Allah. And if you help the deen of Allah, you will be in the army of Allah. And, and what happens? وَإِنَّ جُنْدَنَا لَهُمُ الْغَالِبُونَ Allah says, our army will always be successful. Our army will always be victorious. إِنَّهُمْ لَهُمُ الْمَنْسُورُونَ Really, in English we can't really possibly even explain the type of emphasis that is found in these expressions in Qur'an. إِنَّهُمْ لَهُمْ الْمَنْسُورُونَ Definitely, without a doubt, Allah's help is with them. Who? Those who help the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.